I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'd like to welcome Tim Stockdale. We're at the Horse of the Year show. How are you, Tim? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this week. It's uh, it's, it's going okay. The horses are going well, and uh, yeah, I've, uh, it's always a pleasure to be at Horse of the Year show because it's such a culmination of the end of the season for all the disciplines and also the Pony Club. It's almost a, a big tradition now, so uh, it's great to be here. And you've obviously been here, you're a legend here, you've been here for years and years. Has it changed over the time? Have you seen the differences? Uh, I think the essence, it's a bit like, it's a bit like sort of a favourite sort of uh, place that you go and visit. It sort of modernises, but the essence of the place is still the same. And, mm. And the, the, the special feel that it has is is still there. You know, it's got that that vital ingredient that makes it work. So, uh, yes, there are little tweaks, and and obviously the venue over the years has changed dramatically from where it used to be to where it is today. Mm. But it still holds its head above the the parapet as being one of our premier premier events. So it's great to be here. I've said a lot. The atmosphere is electric from the crowd they just love it you can feel the passion in the room and you can feel the want for the rider to be successful and from the little riders that are doing the showing in the top spec arena you know there's little eight eight and nine year olds they're babies coming through to people like yourself the international show jumpers that have been doing it for years what would you say to an aspiring rider that um wants to be able to compete somewhere like this but thinks it's unattainable that's the thing. The whole point is not. I mean, I come from a, a non-horsey background, and I was exactly the same. I watched it on the television when Harvey Smith and Davy Broom and Graham Fletcher were, were riding, John Whitaker were riding, and all I wanted to do was to do what they were doing. <laughs> um, so, and as a 14-year-old that say came from a non-horsey background and hadn't even jumped much higher than a barrel, you know, <laughs> with, with, with normal sort of run-the-mill pony, um, you know, it looked at, it looked like a pipe dream, but it wasn't because. You can, it's one of those sports you can get into as an industry you can get into from an early age as long as you work very hard and align yourself with the right people that's normally professional people and places where you can keep learning mm. you can you can evolve and it doesn't mean say there's no time frame it's not like football football you've really got to make it early doors because of the fact you uh, you've got to be as fit as you can you've only got a shelf life up to about 30 I didn't do anything massive till I was 26 you see, my first Nations Cup team for Ancini was at 26. Well, you look at some of the youngsters today, and they're winning gold medals at 14 and 15 and 16. Yeah. And as I said, I was just still at school and still wanted to be, still wanted to be a, a, a you know an up and coming rider. So yes, it, it's perfectly 
capable of, of, of fulfilling those, those dreams. What did your parents say to you when you were 14? Did they say, were they, were they supportive of you? This is the funny thing. I, I was very keen on cricket at school, very keen on cricket. Um, and the problem was with cricket, you had to do it at the weekend. And mm. riding was at the weekend. So we had to make a, a very clear decision. And my father, I still remember it to this day, we were driving to school and he said, you know what, I think you should take up show jumping because it's more high profile. And at that point it was. Cricket was very much of a second old man sport. And show jumping was alive and it was on the BBC directly after the news. You know, Harvey Smith was on Parkinson every week and it was high profile. It did have personalities. So he just saw show jumping as being a you know a sport that was was great to be a part of a proper job because I remember not a proper <laughs> job no but a good sport a yeah. good sport you know and one that was was perfectly you know attainable because ultimately you could get into it and it didn't have a shelf life of, of years where cricket or football or or rugby certainly does and and was show jumping always your passion yes. underneath yeah yes. no. I mean I I, I rode did cross country and did a little bit of hunting at school uh, well, sorry at pony club and, and when I was at school age but no I, show jumping was was really where I wanted to be you know and Harvey Smith they were, they were my heroes what pony club were you in? Grove Hunt Pony Club in Bradford, Nottinghamshire really? Mm. <laughs> do you still go back actually a good one it was I mean they got uh, two rides that went on Jump Olympics uh, myself and uh, Sarah Callard uh, but there's uh, five or six rides that went on to be top internationals from that pony club so yeah it was quite a tough pony club so did and you I didn't even jump in the pony club show jumping team did you not? that's how tough <laughs> that pony club was to get into <laughs> you, do you go back there and visit them? I, you know funny enough I saw one of the chief instructors was, was at Horsey Asia on the first day so oh. I saw her and I was just uh, nice to reminisce on when she used to teach me so I don't, I don't go back home that, that much now so and what, what about your boy? Have you thought about sending him? Does he go to Pony Club? Yeah, both, both my lads, both Mark and Joseph, go to, had been to Pony Club. Joseph, not so much now. He's 16 now, and he rides more at the sort of higher level, in, you know, at an affiliated level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mark's just come back from Pony Club camp, actually, so um, she had a thoroughly good time out. So, yeah, I encourage him to do Pony Club. And it's very important to, to learn the management, but also to share the enjoyment of, of horses and riding with, with fellow people from the same people that understand because I'm surrounded by people that don't understand horses (laughs) my parents are not horsey at all so you try explaining to them you know why it's why it's in our blood why we love it so much I just think if you're non-horsey you don't really get it but it's it's that sort of passion but on on the other hand all I would say is that people that maybe don't get it early doors they do when they get involved and you know Mm. you we've got people involved in, in 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 a lot of equestrianism but also things like racing so Alex Ferguson only just enjoyed, started enjoying racehorses and then all of a sudden realised this is a special thing, this is an animal, this is not just a buying of a, of a machine or a ball or, or, or something that that's, hasn't got a brain, hasn't got a, um, a, any memory. You know, this is a, a living creature and to work with that living creature and to get horse and rider working on the same wavelength is, is, is some real kick, it really is, it's something very, very special. You've had a, um, quite a few horses over the years. Can you pick one that you've had a real special bond with? That I guess they all you care about all of them, obviously, but one that's meant the most? One that's meant the most. Again, there's been lots of really favourable horses that have, have worked very well together. And we, we've had a, a, real, a real partnership. Mm-hmm. I suppose probably the one that I, I suppose that stands out is, is, for me, was Supermarket. Because he was my first big break. And... Um, he was a bit unorthodox and was a little bit looking back. Um, he wasn't the most talented horse in the world, but he had a real a heart 
and I was a young lad that was really wanting to, to go and, and make it in the sport and, and we did some fantastic things I jumped I was in Grand Prix with him to World Cups with him I won puissance and I mean one of the things I always said with Legion 36 puissances and he never had the wall down at less than 6 foot 10 oh my gosh so he always always either won it or was in the, the first 5 in a puissance so wow. he won it here also the year show and what goes through your head when you're doing the puissance well as long as when it, with him as long as it wasn't at 6 foot 10 he never had it down so I was going to go through <laughs> it how much was I going to earn <laughs> Bear in mind, I'm a young lad, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Puissance Night was brilliant for me. Yeah. You know, that was sort of, is everybody watching me, type thing. So, no, I mean, that was, that was fantastic. So, he, he was very special. I mean, me and him sort of really hit it off. And, and like I said, he wasn't the most sort of uh, flamboyant jumper, or he certainly wasn't the most sort of stylish or, or, or well-bred horse, but me and him really had a good and, and unique sort of uh, partnership. Are you doing the Puissance tonight? I'm not. No. no. Um, the puissance has, has changed. You need a special horse for the puissance. You need a horse that's really bold. Um, my all my horses at the moment now are young horses, and that's that's not what they're really where they're at within their careers. Um, I enjoy the puissance and I enjoy watching the puissance. But, and if you've got a good horse for it, then it's fantastic. But I just don't have to have a, a horse. And the adage of horses for courses is still out there. It's a pleasure meeting you, Tim. Thank you so so much. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the Horse of the Year show. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern, by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at AmyStevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.